Welcome to Citizen. 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 Citizen Science. Citizen Science Show. Karen Giants has been lobbying for a change in Australian balloon release laws. Karen's goal is to stop the sale of helium for inflating balloons. Karen, when did you first notice there was an issue with balloons? More than 20 years ago, I was collecting marine debris off my local beach and I noticed there was an increasing number of balloons. And I happened by chance to meet the late Lance Ferris, who set up Australian Seabird Rescue. I met him in Ballina one time. And he told me about the damage that balloons were doing to wildlife and also about how the New South Wales law was um, changing to the law was designed to restrict the number of balloons that could be released um, by saying 20 or more was illegal. But in actual fact, now it is seen as allowing the release of up to 19 balloons to be released. So from Since then, um, I've been well aware of the balloon issue. Um, I was collecting more and more balloons um, and a bunch of balloons came from Albury to my local beach, a distance of over 300 kilometres overnight. Um, And so that sort of spurred me on. That was in 2014. Um, From there, I joined a, a a group called Tangaroa Blue. Tangaroa Blue, it's like a science project where they they log, is it they log rubbish? Is that what it is? Yeah, did? the Tangaroa Blue has the Australian Marine Debris Initiative database. And so from 2014, I started logging my monthly tallies from my local beach. Um, and they have a specific section there for rubber items, including balloons. Wow. So I could see that you know the, the numbers were significant. Um, then in 2016, my local news agent started selling helium balloons. Oh, and yes, interesting. Yes, yes. Then I, I went in and said I had um, I was armed with an information sheet from Balloons Blow, the um, American group, and I said, can you please ask your customers to not release balloons? And the people, they refused. Um, so I came home and said to my husband, I have to do something because um, – At the same time, the plastics pollutions policies were being devised and there was no mention of balloons in any of the um, discussion. Why do you think that is? Like, what is it because it's part of our culture? Is is that what it, what is it about balloons? Um, I think it was omitted from the plastics um, discussion because they were seen as being latex. Um, And I'm not sure how it's become a part of our culture. The only things I can think is um, the balloon industry has expanded. It's quite phenomenal how many different types of balloons that are now available and how many um, businesses supply balloons. Um, And also um, things like social media where people have a a visual, you know, the Instagram and the TikTok and whatever else. Yes. The colour and movement, I guess. You see this a lot when, you know, companies are – for example, there might be a release of a new car or some kind of product and they have like balloons. Uh, surely that must, when you see that, you must be kind of questioning what what is going on here? Yeah, I don't know how many emails I have sent to businesses saying, why do you need balloons? There's, because they can use flags or bunting or posters or something. They don't need the helium balloons. Um, but yeah, it seems to be all pervasive now. Um, I might be more sensitive to balloons than a lot of other people, but, um, because of my involvement in what I've been doing. Um, but even in 
politics in the elections. So politicians have helium balloons. Um, there's some that I have managed to get through to. The Labor Party is now well aware that helium balloons shouldn't be used because it's sending the wrong message to the public. But there's still some people that miss out on that message. There was in the last election in um, May, there was one candidate that was promoting uh, she had a huge canister of helium oh, wow. and she was f- filling the balloons and handing them oh, out to people God. as they went past it. So, yeah, she um, she was educated. <laughs> wow. So it's just amazing because, you know, I never put two and two together. I never really thought about, you know what, balloons aren't actually a good thing. I don't, like, it seems to be like, you know, in children's stories, you know, you see the kid and they're floating away on a balloon or, and... You know, even ironically, one of my favorite podcasters that I listened to, he was talking about how isn't it very sad when you see a single lone um, uh, helium balloon floating up into the sky? And doesn't it make you feel sad that the child lost the balloon? And it's just like we it's just not on so many people's radar that this is actually rubbish. It's rubbish. Yes. Yes. Um, aerial littering. It is. People don't think of the consequences. Yeah, that eventually that balloon will have to come back to earth and what what happens to it then when we look at alternatives so you mentioned there an alternative like bunting or whatever so i was just doing a little bit of research and you know some alternatives chinese lanterns were one of them that came up and even those have problems so what alternatives do we have for releasing balloons that can still give us that same i guess that buzz or that vibe of oh it's really we're doing something i don't know uh, is it a happy thing but it's not damaging the environment. I'm not sure if you mean by Chinese lanterns, whether you mean sky lanterns. Yeah, yeah. Sky lanterns are banned in Australia. Banned? Banned, yeah, mainly because of the um, fire threat. Oh, wow. A lot of other countries have banned them as well because the the, um, wire um, framework comes back to earth and causes problems. If it lands in a a paddock, then um, cattle or horses can get tangled up. So, yeah, the the sky lanterns are a big problem as well. Um, But alternatives, there's... um, Depending on the occasion, um, Zoos Victoria suggests blowing bubbles All right. for, um, for for children's parties and things. If it's a memorial, planting planting trees or flowers or um, some sort of ongoing that you can watch grow. For decorations, there's paper balls. There's a lot of internet directions for making quite large paper balls for decorations and, um, again, bunting and flags. So... There's quite a lot of alternatives available. Among some cultures, there seems to be a preference for releasing balloons at memorials. Yes. Um, so that, that's another um, avenue where we have to educate people and say, well, we know a lot more about the impact of balloons now and it's not acceptable. When you look at, for example, you mentioned a politician there actually having a helium canister blowing up balloons for people. So why do you think that balloons are still being used even today in in uh, advertising and events why is that i really can't answer that um i know i spend a lot of time sending emails to various um when, whenever i'm told about an event or a business that uses helium balloons i, I send them a, a long list of references and say please rethink you know find something environmentally friendly um it's got to come from um a bigger source than just local groups okay it's it's not only me sending the businesses um, information i know there's other plastic wise and plastic free groups that do the same sort of thing um but i think if there was a 
a, a national law about releasing balloons and also um, a national regulation on the sale of helium for inflating balloons, people would soon get the message. Yes. Um, it's too ad hoc at the moment. There's different rules around the country and um, it's just not, not feasible. So where does the number 19 balloons, like, you know, I can imagine the song 99 red balloons and I'm going, yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. But 19, like, where does that come from? Yeah, apparently that was a compromise. Um, back in the 1990s, the balloon industry still wanted to release, do hundreds, even thousands of balloons in a release. Um, and through um, Australian Seabird Rescue and some other groups, they, um, there was an ongoing uh, discussion for about five years, I believe, um, and so that up to twenty, up to nineteen was a compromise between the balloon industry and the environmental groups at the time. Wow, they couldn't get below the the you know, they couldn't get a total ban. So somebody was digging their heels in on on less than nineteen. Wow. Yeah, but now now with the information that's available now, the balloon industry recognises that releasing balloons is a problem and um, they advocate to not release balloons. And um, there's a, a group called the Pro-Environment Balloon Alliance that um, business, balloon businesses that belong to that say that they will not sell balloons for release. Wow. Ironically, I was driving um, fr down from uh, the central coast last week and I pulled up at the traffic lights and I just looked to my left and I saw this shop and it was literally a balloon shop and you know it's party shop or whatever and I understand that this is for kids that it's supposed to be fun and so on like what can a shop like that do to you know are they doomed if they stop selling balloons is that the end of that shop should they just stop or so you mentioned not for release so how does that work that, that's why we want to see an end to the use of helium for inflating balloons ah. because the balloon shops could continue selling balloons, but they wouldn't be helium filled. And so ah. there's no chance of them being released. A non helium balloon is going to, by its nature, remain underground. Yeah. Got it. So it's the helium. So that's why you're. Uh, you know, advocating the removal of helium or, or limiting access to helium. There's a lot of other reasons for limiting access to helium. Like it's sure. a scarce gas yes. that uses a, a lot of resources for to be refined enough yes. to be used. Um, it's also got essential uses in science and medicine. There's a lot of other reasons. It, it's um, been implicated in a lot of suicides. It's been used to murder people. Wow. Um, and it can also cause accidental death. There was... Um, a case just recently of a young lady in England that um, died from inhaling the helium in his um, dinosaur balloon. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, there's a lot of reasons to regulate the sale of helium. So just on the actual nature of balloons, so what what are balloons actually made from and do they biodegrade? Right. Well, there's two t main types of balloons. One is the mylar and, or foil balloons. They're, they're plastic. Um, so they just break up into microplastics. The other one is latex. Um, now, the balloon industry was saying that the latex is biodegradable. A couple of seabird um, research scientists did an experiment with balloons um, to show that it, they do not biodegrade. Um, there's a lot of chemicals added to the latex. There's, um, it's vulcanized with sulfur. Wow. There's plasticizers, there's flame retardants, there's colors. So all of those chemicals added to the latex stop it from biodegrading. 
there's no environmentally friendly balloon. So essentially, if the balloon looked like just raw latex, which is not very attractive, which is not a nice pink color that's floating in the sky, then that might in some way be able to biodegrade at some point. But because of all the additives to it, you know, the likelihood is, is that the balloon that you have in your hand is not going to biodegrade. That's right. And uh, it cannot be recycled. It, you know, it can't go into the soft plastics recycling or anything like that. It has to go into the garbage bin. So literally it's landfill. Yes. Wow. The worst, if there was a worst type of balloon to release, I guess it's the plastic one, is it? Or is it just, they're all just bad? Yeah, they're all bad. Um, definitely really bad. Um, in terms of balloons, um, like not for release, just balloons, the mylar and foil ones are particularly bad because they do break up into microplastics. Yeah, the, at least the latex balloons don't break up into microplastics. But they do normally have um, plastic ribbons and clips attached, which, again, is still plastic. More so. plastic. Yep. An image that's coming to my mind is the, you know, at parties you have the person who comes along and makes the balloon animals and it's so ingrained in what we think is fun isn't it balloon animals don't usually have strings and clips attached to them right. so yeah we're more concerned with the balloons that are released but with the use of helium because they end up in in the environment and threaten wildlife and and farm animals so you mentioned earlier that you've seen a balloon that's arrived hundreds of kilometers from where it was released. That's right. Like, how far can they go? There's a case a couple of years back where um, a bunch of balloons released in Western Sydney were found at Lord Howe Island three weeks later. Where is that? Out in the Pacific Ocean. Oh, my God. Um, really? Eight, 800 kilometers. <laughs> really? Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. There's been other examples in America and Britain that have gone, you know, thousands of kilometres, but that's just the, the local example. And is it true that because when they enter the water, um, first of all, they degrade slower in marine environments? Is that a thing? Like, It's not a great deal of difference between marine and fresh water. Right. I presume maybe the salt preserves it a bit more. Is it also true that animals mistake these balloons for food like uh, turtles and yeah when um when the balloons are released and they reach a certain height they burst and that right. shape that they burst into resembles jellyfish which wow, animals okay. like turtles um and she waters and albatross um they think it's food so they eat that sometimes the balloons will land in paddocks right. and so uh, animals just grazing won't differentiate they won't notice that the balloon's there and they eat the balloon along with the grass and so that can, can um, form a, a mucky mess in their stomach and they can die. When I first started out, I was concentrating on marine wildlife. But sure. since um, more recently, I found out that um, there's all goats, donkeys, cattle, they've all affected. Horses are affected. They get spooked by the balloons coming back down into their paddock. Um, and so when they run into fences and they get um, damaged so badly that they have to be euthanized. So wow. I have learned so much in the six years since I've been concentrating on this. It's um, it's a big deal, right? It is, yeah, yeah. I recently watched a very interesting. At first, I thought it was a joke. It was the Balloon Fest, nineteen eighty six Cleveland balloon disaster. I thought it was a joke uh -huh. on YouTube, and it, it essentially 
if anybody gets to watch this thing, just do a search on, on, on YouTube. I'll put it into the show notes. They literally released in Cleveland like millions of balloons, wasn't it? And then like <laughs> essentially two people on a like on a nearby lake couldn't be found and they drowned. Two fishermen actually drowned and it was like a total disaster. What was supposed to be fun was an absolute environmental disaster. Is that like one of the biggest events that has happened that's really highlighted how insidious these this balloon releasing is? Is there any other examples that you can that you can think of? There was um, a ship that was launched in Hong Kong a year or two back and they released a couple of thousand. Wow. Um, For uh, the Chinese, there was that 100th anniversary. I think they released, was it 100,000 balloons? There was, yeah, there was. um, So around the world there are massive releases. Thankfully in Australia, probably the biggest releases we've seen recently is about 300. Do you think we're getting more aware of this problem? There should be a lot more awareness in the community. Um, certainly um, in Victoria, Zeus Victoria had a, a really big education campaign when they made the release of balloons illegal under their littering act. That's illegal in Victoria, is it? It's illegal in Victoria. It's in Queensland as well okay. and in Western Australia. Oh, wow. So New South Wales is not illegal yet. No, no. Um, wow. Northern Territory is bringing in the best law. They're, they're going to ban helium balloons. Wow. So that would be amazing if we had that Australia-wide. What about um, overseas? Are there any countries that you know of that are leading the charge in stopping people from releasing balloons? This I think the Seychelles have banned it. Right. Um, it's only a, only a small country, but it's, they've banned uh, releasing balloons. And I think Costa Rica has as well. Um, other than that, it's mainly counties or shires um, in the UK and the United States of America. Um, they're sort of individual local government areas. Um, the Netherlands is another country that's working actively on banning the release of balloons as well. What advice would you give to the general public if you could offer them some advice? What advice would you give them regarding balloons? Only use balloons indoors and airfield. Don't do not use helium balloons and definitely do not take helium balloons outdoors because they're too easily released. So the helium balloons are the main culprits here. Definitely. Another problem is um, a product called Bunch of Balloons, which is where people can fill uh, balloons, a bunch of 20 or 40 balloons really quickly with air or water or helium. Um, A lot of children use them in parks as water bombs. Okay. And then they walk away and leave the um, latex in the park. Um, so that's stra- that is straight out littering. That's not on at all. If water bombs are used in a public space, they should be cleaned up. It's almost like, you know, cigarette butts. You wouldn't think about it, but this is, uh, it just becomes, oh, it's normal if you have a smoke, you throw your cigarette butt on the ground. Now, like, it's, oh, I just threw a water balloon and then it just disappears into thin air, but it doesn't. No, no, it doesn't. If people took more thought about the impact of their actions, we wouldn't have the plastic problems that we do have some people might say oh you know it's kind of like being the fun police you're taking the fun out of this whole balloon things but it's not really right it's actually it's actually a really it's, it's a major problem that we have and we need to change our mindset isn't it it is yeah i and when people say oh it's a fun police i 
reply, well, I don't understand what the fun is in seeing a balloon released and disappearing into the atmosphere. I, I don't understand how that is fun. There are some instances where balloons are necessary, right? So, for example, weather balloons or in science. Weather balloons are the main one that is required. Um, but I know the Bureau of Meteorology is looking at alternatives because they do um, recognise that balloons released into the atmosphere are a problem. I know of at least one albatross that's been found tangled up in a weather balloon remnants. Wow. It's been really eye-opening even thinking about this issue. It wasn't on my radar at all. Like only in the past, I guess, six months or so, I've, I've really thought about this issue. And I, I guess education... Um, getting the word out and educating people is probably one of the best things that we can do, is it? It is, yes, definitely. I have an information page available for schools if anybody wants to contact me, noballoonrelease at gmail.com. I'll um, happily pass on a, an information page for schools. Brilliant. The message is getting out, but it's um, very much subject to the interest of individual teachers in individual schools. Do you think it's getting better or do you think it's getting worse? You... I, I've been finding fewer balloons on my local beach, but I'm not sure if that's because of COVID or because there's been no cruise ships going past or because um, Victoria had such a massive education campaign about sure. their ban on releasing balloons. Whenever there's a balloon release, people notify me on Facebook or Instagram and um, so it's still happening. There's still illegal wow. releases. A lot of times it's to do with um, in memory of a, a lost loved one, so it's in really yes. tragic circumstances. Even if there's a law in place, like the most recent one, there was a 22 balloon release, and so even in New South Wales that was illegal. But yes. because, of the, because of the tragic circumstances, the local government, local council wasn't willing to follow up and it was understandable um and so again that comes back to why we see uh, helium is the key for stopping yes. balloon releases um, if, yeah if people didn't have access to balloon um helium balloon kits at the local retail store then they couldn't carry out that illegal release if i remember correctly it was only a couple of years ago there was actually a worldwide shortage of helium um it is a scarce it is a scarce uh, gas right it's not like it's it's it has to be made is that correct um it's found where uranium and thorium i think it is are degrading so it's usually okay. associated with fossil fuels right um it's only in a few certain locations around the planet and the purity of the helium determines whether or not it's economically viable to exploit the resource. Oh. Do we make it in Australia or is it... We supply about 3% of the world's gas, helium gas, right. um, but we use it all. Um, America had a huge storage. Um, there was uh, an excess back in the 19, uh, mid last century and so they stored a lot and so they've been selling that off. So it's been one source. Right. Um, there's also another source being found in Africa, but whether or not it's economically viable, um, given the um, the distances and the what's required to extract it, is so. Yes, it is a it is a scarce resource that should be used for things such as cooling MRI machines and uh, welding. Um, it's also useful in the space industry. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of other 
far better uses than blowing up party balloons. Yes, and the the link between helium and the plastic pollution that's coming from the balloons is undeniable. And if we can, if we can get um, some kind of restriction or um, limit on helium, then it's gonna obviously affect the balloons being released. That's right. I see the connection now. I could talk to you for ages on this topic. It's quite an interesting one, and it's really something that I never, never thought about before. And I'm sure people who are listening to this will probably be in the same kind of scenario. Like these things that we consider to be, you know, lovely helium, lovely balloons, and you know, it's it's just another piece of pollution that we are releasing, and it's terrible. What's the best place where people can connect with you? I think you mentioned it before. Just uh, one last time, give us that uh, email address that you've got. Email address is noballoonrelease at gmail.com. And you have Facebook? Yeah, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, No Balloon Release Australia. Brilliant. Thanks very much for your time, and it was great talking to you. You've been listening to Citizen. 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 Citizen Science. Citizen Science Show.